0: Good morning, everyone. Troy Dooley here, the host of the Beachside CEO. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal Wednesday. It is just, you know, it's been a remarkable uh, week in network marketing. It's been a remarkable week, really, in business. Now, yesterday we saw a gigantic sell-off on the stock market, uh, just due to the fact that uh, President Obama, <clears throat> excuse me, and his administration's back in. And what you saw yesterday, for any of you that are actually out there wondering. Uh, There will be certain segments that we've seen in the first four years that do not do well. Uh, Oil drilling companies, prime example. President Obama is not a fan of drilling for phosphate or uh, uh, fossil fuels. So those companies, you saw investors do huge sell-offs yesterday. Stocks were low. They bought them when they were low. They were hoping that if a Republican administration got in, that those companies would go to the top. So we saw a sell-off. We saw a sell-off in some financials yesterday. What you will see now is you'll see hospital stocks going up. You'll see health insurance stocks going up. Uh, you'll see some of the uh, what we call new energy companies uh, stocks going up. So just pay attention to that. Don't freak out because the market had a gigantic drop, uh, things like that. That's going to happen at any time, plus it's that time of year when people are taking their sales. You know, so you're going to see an up and down uh, through the stock market, but we just wanted to pass that information on because some folks have been asking, you know, what what the heck is going to happen now? Listen, one thing that I've learned in all, well, since I was 18 and started voting, it's never as good as my party wants me to think it is, and it's never as bad as my party wants it to be. Okay, and that goes for you too. doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, that's just the way it is. Am I happy with everything? Absolutely not. But that's why we live in America. That's why we continue to vote. Midterms are in two years. So if you want to change things, start changing Congress, plain and simple. All right, let's get down to the brass tacks. The most important minute in your network marketing career. Ken Dunn wrote this book. It's now part of several starter kits across the network marketing arena, not just his company but others. And it's a phenomenal book. One that I think really does set the pace for somebody getting started, somebody wanting to do something. We're in Chapter 4. You're in, now what? And isn't that what happens? Most of us, we sign up, we get excited, and now what? Now, we're going to go through this chapter, and some of you are going to say, "Mm, I don't know if that would work, Troy, because I don't build locally. I build internationally. You know what? I haven't built locally in in, – well, I haven't built a network marketing company in two years. I haven't built locally since 2000 because I just didn't want to build locally. So we built everything via the net, and it was really it was really fun, but some of this stuff I had to, I had to change. So we ended up using new technologies for old-school type of, of uh, strategies, Skype, Uvu, things like that. So let's get into this and, and really dig in today. Get some pen and paper out if you're serious about building your network marketing career, and that's what this series has been focused on. But something that's written in here, this is what written by Warren Bennis, leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality. I thought that was pretty good. Leadership is the capacity to translate vision into reality, and that definitely is what it's about. You know, a lot of you probably haven't bought this book. You just listened to the radio show. I've just been privileged to get several copies and pass them out to people because I like it. But without a doubt, we know that we, when we get into network marketing, it's going to be a roller coaster ride. It's never, it's kind of like politics. It's never as hard as we think it's going to be, and it's never as easy as we think it's going to be. Most of the time, what I found is when it gets hard, it's because I've made it hard. Probably my first ten years, I wanted to do things my way. Instead of listening to those people that had been successful. The last 20 years, I focused on listening to what other people have done and doing my best to make it happen. See, if we can keep people at a 10-10 throughout their first 72 hours, then they will climb higher. They will not fall, at least not fall near as far. Because they will all of a sudden be ingrained. They will start getting into the community. I break everything down in ninety-day cycles to help my team grow, and I believe that companies, if they do it right, will create some type of momentum meeting. That's what I call them—you know, an annual event, a regional event, something every ninety days or so. Now, you don't—you want to do them regionally, I think, because you want regional people to be able to show up, and you don't want to nickel and dime them. But we really do get motivated when we're around other people, and network marketing in the 21st century, if you're not building locally, if you're afraid to talk to your friends and family because you've been in 14 companies, it can get a little bit tedious because you're lonely. You're just in your office. You're you're working, but you're not really doing anything, and that sucks sometimes. But we got to learn exactly what to do in that first minute, and here's what I hope that some of you will be able to grasp today because – this is nuts and bolts training. This isn't this isn't philosophy or theory or theology or, or anything like that. This is just nuts and bolts. And and some people that we talk to, like like Ken and I got a lot of common friends. One of them is Art Jonak. And and Art is one of these guys that he just doesn't he doesn't go around preaching absolutes. He he believes in giving people a lot more leeway and room than I do. Obviously if you guys watch my videos there they're, they're I I'm black and white, straight across the board. You know, it doesn't mean that my thought processes will not change or my philosophy or my outlook won't change, but I'm pretty black and white on things. And sometimes that's how you're going to have to be when you build a team. If you're building a community, if you're building a tribe, then you have to set a process and say, this is how we're going to do it. And one of the things that you, you well, some of the things that you got to do, we're going to cover right now. Because... The most important way to use that very first minute is to start right now. As soon as that person is in, they say, yes, I want to go there. And we talked about the, the kind of the six cycles yesterday that I used. Then you got to get them in. See, basically there's only four things about network marketing that you have to remember. And this isn't in Ken's book. This is Troy's here. Network marketing is prospecting. Presenting, closing, and training those four things that's it. everything else complicates it. Just prospecting, presenting, closing, and training that's what it's about, whether it's whether it's the affiliates the the ambassadors, the distributors, the independent business owners, whatever you call them, or the customer. it all comes down to those four things: prospect, present, close, and train, and that's what the most important minute's about. And you got to do it right now. Ken writes this. He says, "The minute I sign up a new rep in the business, I go see them immediately. If they live within a four-hour drive, I will change my plans that day and drive to see this. You should always have three or four extra starter kits from your company, and you need them on hand. You need to have you need to have some product here. This is why. Listen a minute. My own attorney the other day, him and Tom Chenault got into a discussion about. Front loading. Matter of fact, Kevin wrote a, a phenomenal article on this. I'm going to be I'm going to be making comments on it. There's a difference between front loading and a prospect and telling them you need to get seven, eight, nine thousand dollars worth of products, and telling that individual they need to come in at at a at a what we might call a business builder pack. You know, maybe it's a thousand dollars, maybe it's it's eight hundred dollars, maybe it's even four hundred dollars. Depends on the company, but. The reason that you do that is because you've got to build this as a business. And if you do things in a system that's created, then the product doesn't stay on hand. You're taking products, you're taking some, some distributor kits, you're taking them out to your people, and you're, and you're working with them. And this is what Ken's talking about. He says, as soon as they finish giving me their credit card information, I book a time of day to drop off their starter kit, getting started tools, and product samples. We have an agreement in place that as soon as their order arrives, they will give back to me and that way we always have kits in rotation. This is beautiful. Now, if you're building international or not international, if you're building national, if you're building, you know, long distance, let's say. You may say, "Well, man, I don't know about that, Troy. What happens if they don't fulfill?" Well, there's a possibility. See, if you overnight them, a starter kit. You've got it on hand. You've got their information in. You might you might know that the company is going to take a little while, so maybe you overnight them something. But maybe you don't overnight them the same thing the company is in this case. Maybe if it's a, if it's national and and you're it's more than four hours away and you can't get there, then what you end up doing is you get them some training. You say I'm going to put some training in the mail to you. This is stuff that you can't get from the company, or or you get them on Skype. And you you go through the back office, too. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that you can do. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but doggone it, don't make excuses because you're not building locally is my key here. You need to provide constant in, and immediate support for all the apprentices. Otherwise, they're going to get buyer's remorse. Yeah, you know, I, I, think, I think in the first month in Ocean Avenue, we brought in – I'm trying to look here. I think, I think we brought in nine personal directs. And I think we've, we've I don't know how big the team's grown now. And out of those nine, I bet I don't have three that are active. And one of those that is active, she, her husband just went through a, a surgery, and she lives on the East Coast and just went through all this crap with the storms. Some of them just disappeared. don't want to engage, don't want to listen. I've got one of my guys, he's on the phone with me every day, two or three times a day. He's building, we're focused, we're growing. That's what you've got to do. You've got to provide constant, immediate support for your apprentice to prevent buyer's remorse. Because, listen, any delays in responding to your apprentice needs will, will start in second-guessing the decision. you got to keep it positive, keep it focused, keep the emotions running. Give them as much – listen. This is important. Listen to their needs. Get them in front of some good third-party training. We're, we're we're just about done with our team website, and one of the pages we have is called is called uh, YOLO class. You only live once. That's what YOLO stands for. And 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 what it is is we're listing resources in there that they need to get started, that they need to be able to go out there. They got to buy some books. They got to listen to some of the audios that we provide. It's the only way you're going to get people to get it to get there to build to grow to do if you're not doing those things your people will dry up and listen to me most people don't know how to be entrepreneurs they've never been in business for themselves most of them despise sales so you've got to break through the paradigms that we don't have the time even talk about all we want to do sell 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 get on the product get on the product Go, go, go. Bye, bye, bye. Recruit, recruit, recruit. And we don't go through the process that it takes. And we have to do that. There's no way just to stop. And I'm telling you, if you keep the positive going, if you keep the emotions flying, you're going to make it. Before you hang up the phone the next time, ask them when you can just stop by and drop off their starter kit. I challenge you to do this. I think you'll be amazed at how excited they'll get. The other thing that you've got to do, we learned this in Primerica. We would would book the first three to five appointments. You need to be booking the first three to five appointments. Be there with them. Go to their house. Go to Starbucks. Look, I know some cultures, some people, they don't want to meet in their home. I've got six kids. The last thing I'm going to do is, is hold one of my passport parties in my house. We're going to be doing it elsewhere because it's just too convoluted. But we get there. We hang out. You do your thing. That's what you need to do, and what you need to do is get the list. Now, I know most people don't want to make a list, and we're going to talk about that in a minute, too. But you get a list. Say, I want to call you five people. This is no different than having a party. All you're doing is having a party. That's why party plans do so well. It says the most amazing part is that as soon as you book the appointment, give them homework. Let them know, hey, here's some stuff I want you to do before we show up. Now, here's why you're doing this. You're going to get them so excited. They're going to be feeling like they've got some – they're going to write down questions. People love to learn, become more educated. And by the time you show up to their house, they're ready to devour everything that you're doing, going through the back office. And like I said, you can do this even if you don't show up at their house over the Internet and stuff. You want to keep them inspired. You don't – listen, you don't want to manipulate them. You want to inspire them. And the way to inspire somebody is to get them to grow personally and grow outside their comfort zone in a way that they will never go back. That's part of it. Kevin Hall wrote a book called Aspire. On page 27, he shares the word leadership and where it came from. He said the word is Indo-European. And that is it's derived from two words. The first part, Leah, for leader, L-E-A. Means path. The second part, dir, means finder. A leader is a pathfinder. Always, 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 listen to me, remember that all of the constituents that you bring onto your team, all those new family members, team members, tribe members, whatever you call them, they're looking at you as a pathfinder. Your apprentice, as we're using in this context, is looking to you to be the pathfinder, to show them a way. In that same way, if you're just starting or maybe you're restarting, then you've got to find a pathfinder. You've got to grow this. You've got to go. Every apprentice needs a leader. Matter of fact, every master craftsman needs a leader. Everybody needs a leader and a mentor. That's what's so great about this book, because if you are a leader then it's going to bring in some aha moments for you and if you're looking for a leader you're going to know what you want now listen that first meeting that you have with that brand new apprentice is the most critical the closer the closer it is to the to that first important minute that we're talking about the better and i can tell you if you've ever had someone disappear from the business or never get started it was probably a lack of understanding of the most important minute it's been tough for me, but I make no excuses. Broke my legs, been traveling, got an abscessed tooth, couldn't talk for a week. Didn't stop me from sending emails, doing stuff, getting cranking. I want people to be excited. We've we've launched our new Facebook group, closed group just for our team members. We want them to constantly be engaged. Here's some stuff you can do. A symbol, and, and, and uh, I'll tell you, Andy Hummel, one of my first mentors, uh, when I decided to really start focusing on getting started again in 21st century in the network marketing, uh, taught me this. He said, assemble a business binder and a get started kit. That business binder, you, you want to have everything, the company training, everything in it right then and there. Matter of fact, you, 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 most most distributor kits now come this way, so it's a cool thing. But as soon as you show up at their house, at the Starbucks, wherever you're having the meeting, Take out the business binder because this is like your holy grail. This is like the Bible of your business. You want to treat it right. You want to ensure that you go through all the pages with the apprentice. If it's a distributor kit, open it up and go through each and every deal. Watch the videos, man. Most of us have little laptops. matter of fact, if you're smart, you'll already have taken the DVD and put it on your your iPad or something so you can just pop it and roll with it. You want to talk about all the tools. You want to talk about everything that's in the kit. If you've got product samples, you want to talk about them. In our company, we have what we call our passport, and in it we have our, our list. It's just like everybody's fast start, you know, your your first 72 hours deal. And you want to help determine the short and medium and long-range goals. What are their obje- objectives for the next 90 days, the next year, the next five years? What are they? Now, make sure this is so important. Make sure the income goals that they want are attainable. I'll never forget, man. I was, I came out of the Marine Corps. I knew exactly. There was nothing could hold me back. Doesn't mean that life has been perfect, but there is nothing going to hold me back. And I went and, and I had a good friend of mine that got me into the Yale Williams Company, and I was stoked. I was rolling. Now, I wasn't having a lot of success. I was only 19 years old. But the thing about it, I guess I was 18 years old, the thing about it and what really got me excited was the potential. It wasn't what I was doing. It was the potential of what could be. And that was that was the exciting part right there because I thought, man, I can make this happen. Look at these guys in their suits, in their cars, in the money they were making. This just freaking kicks butt. wasn't fast enough for me. I mean, I, you know, I'm 18 years old. I'm in the Marine Corps. Let's get her done. So I went down. There's always this little office set down on 40 Highway. It was a MetLife office. And I thought, man, this is close to home. And and I know that they're the enemy. But doggone it, I'm going to go in and check this thing out. So I go in and I sit down. And I start filling out the paperwork. I told them I want to become an insurance agent. I fill it out, and the first thing I put down is I want to make a million a year. I put down how many millionaires I knew. I mean I mean literally knew. Run around with a lot of the Chiefs players and Bill Kinney and knew some businessmen the guy didn't believe me. He said, first of all, you can't make that kind of money in a year. And it's like, well, A.O. Williams says I can't. I was unrealistic. Eighteen years old thinking I'm going to make a million a year trying to teach somebody older than me how to invest their money and take care of their life insurance. You have to set attainable goals. You want to make sure that everything that you're working with them on makes sense. If you don't, you're going to screw their life up for them. You don't want to do that. If they're trying to set a goal of earning $10,000 a month in six months but can only work 10 hours per week, then they're they're setting themselves up for failure. If they put down they want to make $100,000 a year and they're at $20,000 a year and they've never known, then you've got to explain to them you can't do that in a year. Your mindset's not there, but we can work you up there. Always be realistic. Don't blow smoke up their daggum butts. It just won't work that way. you got to help your apprentice set the goals that are applicable and realistic for them. It doesn't mean you don't want them to think big. It means you want them to realize there's a process. you got to make a list. I know. I don't want to make a list, Troy. I don't. I've already screwed up my whole my warm market. I don't want people taking my sales. I, I hear so many daggum excuses. You have to make a list. You know what? I make a list, and I, I make my list so I don't forget who I got to follow up with. That's the, that's the hardest part. I had a guy the other day I hadn't followed up with. I said, "Man, I am so sorry. I, I forgot to follow." He goes, "That's all right. I joined the team up in Canada." Well, hello. That's kind of stupid on my part. You have to make your list. See, if you don't talk to those people – Here, here, listen, if they don't talk to anybody, if they don't make a list, they're never going to build a business. You have to do that. See, if you don't talk to those people that are the closest to them, the people that, that Bob Boudin says is their inner who, not only will they never make money, but you will create some bad blood because they will feel like it failed. The whole industry failed them. And you don't want that. Ken tells a story that I think is pretty applicable here. He says, I started my network marketing career in 2003. I was one of those lucky people who made money right away. I quit my job at the police service in Ottawa, Canada, and after only four four months in the business. He goes, and I had other money coming in from other revenues, but I was already earning a coma-inducing check from my MLM company, which basically he was making good money. I know which company he was with. He goes, it is customary to meet with the police chief on your way out. It's called an exit interview. After the interview, I was riding down the elevator to the locker room when one of my colleagues jumped in. Paul didn't even say hi to me. We had worked together two years earlier, but now we were working in different units. I was investigating attempted murders, and he was investigating auto theft. This is the interesting part. He goes, because we were on opposite shifts in totally different crime areas, we rarely saw each other. After two floors passed, without a word, I asked Paul, man, what's wrong? He said, I heard you're quitting today. You hit the jackpot in some new business. Now, instantly, my prospecting bell started ringing. I said, yeah, Paul, it's awesome. You've got to check it out. The boys are all doing it. As the elevator door opened, he turned and looked me right in the face. He said, if I was really your friend, I would have been one of the first people you called. He walked off, and I never spoke to him since. The moral of the story, don't leave anyone off the list. You know, they may have been with you in network marketing in the past. They may have failed. You may have failed. They may have said, don't talk to me again. It's still worth saying, hey, man, I just wanted to let you know I'm in this new business. I've not had the success that I've always wanted, but I've always made a little bit of money I think the reason I'm probably alive today is because I've taken so many products. I know you've heard me say in the past, hey, this is different. I, will you just go check it out for me? Could I could I just bring you some packets? Could I bring you a DVD? You know, can we go have some coffee together? Don't leave anybody out. Now, once you've got your list done with your new apprentice, then you start booking the business. Now, it's kind of hard for me to book any business with this foot, even with my team that's in Pensacola and Panama City. But it doesn't mean that they can't because they understand what to do, and I'm there anyway. And in our in our starter kit, you just put in a DVD, have some, have some samples, and you roll. Print a few applications, probably. Listen, you've got to get your people to do this, okay? This is why party plans are so successful. I think this is one of the reasons that network marketing fails. People get frustrated because they don't just do it. you got to go out and do it. you got to have fun with it. If you're not doing something that you enjoy, if you're not with a network marketing company you enjoy, if you don't appreciate it, then find something that you do. You want to quickly build five, I mean, five solid little events of some kind. You want to call the people. Matter of fact, if you're the leader, you need to be calling the people on the phone. Sit right there with your apprentice. Call them on the phone. It doesn't have to be big; just a very simple thing. When you do that, it's called duplication. It's very simple. You can just say, "Hey, hey, Ed, this is Troy. And I'm sitting here with your friend Harry, and and Harry and I are starting a new business together. And we want to we want to bring you by some information. We are fired up about it. Steve said, or or, or in this case, I'd say Harry said you were interested in it." When's a good time to stop by? Now, I don't usually stop right there. I usually say, hey, what's a good time to stop by, tomorrow afternoon or Thursday morning? Oh, great, we'll be by. Hey, by the way, while you're sitting right here, let me put Harry on the phone. And then I have Harry say, hey, you know what, man, I'm so excited about this. You need to go to our website. Let me give you the website to go check out. Remember, you're the pathfinder. Top five prospects you should do this with. And listen to me. You can go through the top five prospects, and if they all say no, you go through the next five. You don't quit, Then you go through the next five, and you go through the next five. You know the hardest thing for me about network marketing when I'm building like I am right now is I get to see what everybody else is doing, usually because I'm a consultant in this case with the company, so I get to see all the numbers. And I'm thinking, God, man, I'm not building it like these guys are. And then I still remember, you know what? I'm still building it above what the average person does. Most people quit. The only th- if you want to be a, a if you want to be more than just average and ordinary, if you want to be above normal, all you gotta do is just not quit. You just not quit, and you'll change the world. Now, when you're making these calls, you need to remember something. That's not your friend. Your prospects, it's your apprentice friend. You let him, you let him lead. You want to make sure you get your people through the back office that they see what it is. Now this this, this is kind of an oxymoron for me because, old Harry Wilkes, I got him into the back office. He he's an anal individual, loves the numbers. I mean, he knows more about numbers than I do. Here's the funny part about this: he gets in there and if and because we're in the placement period of the company, because it's a pre-launch type deal, not everything is perfect. And, man, he catches it like my wife does. Him and both, Paige and Harry both, always on me. Hey, what about this? What about that? What about this? Now, listen, that's going to happen sometimes. Keep them focused on what's important. Here's where you find the products. Here's where the application is. Here's where you sign them up. Here's where some good DVDs are. If you've got a marketing system. Show them where that's at. And get them plugged in. Get them focused on the next big meeting. That's what gets you off to the races. See, if you're, if you're a person that you brought in... If you're not acting like a pathfinder, if you're not acting like a mentor, if you're not working with them, if you're not trying to figure out what they need, if it's all about you, you won't make it. If you're if you are recruiting, and sponsoring long distance, use the new technology. Use Facebook. Use Skype. Send an email. Get them on a on a what do you call those things? Some kind of webinar type deal. But you got to get them going you got to make a move. Tomorrow, we're going to start talking about the five levels of belief. This is so important for getting somebody started, guys. So important. Man, thanks for hanging out with us here on the Beachside CEO. I'm Troy Dooley. Live life like an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. And if you're in network marketing, ah, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO. heard on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive powered radio.